Welcome to Damage Control Episode 2. And because we've been quite DC light. Yeah, we've been like Diet Coke yeah. with DC. We're gonna we're gonna take one of the infamous Batman films. Yeah. And it's actually Batman and Robin. Yeah. And therein lies one of my biggest problems, Robin. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this... It's the follow-up to the critically and box office smash Batman Forever. Now, since this is ever so slightly before my time, um, <laughs> I can... not, not to make Dav feel old, no, well... um, I didn't even realise that this was a success. It, in my eyes, Batman Forever has always been a bit laughable. Well, Batman Forever, it's, it's stacked in... Pure 90s nostalgia. Yeah. It, it feels, uh, you know, we spoke on a Countdown to Infinity and on Anna on a High 10, actually, about how I think that Mystery Men was a product of this sort of era of filmmaking. What Batman Forever did, essentially, and why it was such a, a, a groundbreaking, <laughs> groundbreaking, <laughs> it wasn't really. Um, Icebreaking. Oh, but why Batman Forever actually did well is because. Batman Returns, the Tim Burton one, was so bleak, and people yeah. weren't ready for bleak. Uh, penguin and, biting off somebody's nose. Yeah, so but what this did was mix the tongue-in-cheek and kind of slapstickness of the Adam West TV series with that weird neo-gothic, which they turned into neon-gothic, hey um, for Batman Forever. I quite like Batman Forever. Mm. Uh, I know, like the Riddler. The Riddler's amazing. Two faces, awful. Yeah, Tommy I'm, Lee Jones I'm not is two faces. Keen on Val Kilmer. Yeah, as Bruce, as Bruce Wayne. Neither am I, and th- that gets on to the major issue in this movie, where the one thing that Joel Schumacher just didn't nail was Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and if you're gonna have a Batman movie, no matter how what your take on it, I mean, Adam West was goofy. But however, still got Bruce Wayne right. Adam West was the perfect Bruce Wayne for yeah. the '60s. Yeah. Um. So. We're going to get into Batman and Robin. Now, as with all damage controls, we cannot change the over overarching um, kind of progression of this movie, yeah. should we say. Uh, some of the key elements still have to be in play. Um, however, we are going to turn down Batman making fucking jokes. Now, if you are a Batman fan or if you've ever read a Batman comic, hell, if you've seen the Dark Knight trilogy... Batman doesn't make jokes. He has one-liners. He has, and he he has singers. A, yeah, and fact. he's so sarcastic. Yeah, and that, that works well. You only have to look at Ben Affleck to see how you can get comedy into Bruce Wayne. But essentially, yeah. it's the seriousness because he understands there's something bigger than him. Yeah, and it, let's not forget the obvious childhood trauma. Um that's obviously going to affect you for He's life. trying to wipe out crime in Gotham because of what happened to his parents. That's not the sort of person that's going to be this tongue-in-cheek. And, yeah. and, and that's I know not the type of person that puts nipples on a military suit. Or silver tribal. Or have a credit card with a bat symbol on it. Does that mean Batman's got a registered address? Does that mean somewhere there is an insurance company that knows where Batman lives? So our first change to this movie is... You can keep the tongue and cheekness. You can te- keep that that kind of vibe of weird, not realistic Gotham. Because I like that. Because you know what? In this world, in this kind of neo-hyper world, an Arkham Asylum movie would have fit so nicely. Yeah. You can imagine an Arkham Asylum in this world. Um, but Bruce Wayne can't be your main... You know, if you want to make 
uh, Chris O'Donnell's Robin more jokey. Then and, that fits. Yeah, that, and that completely worked. fits. And that against a deadpan George Clooney would have been great. Yeah, you'd actually have, it would. Do you yeah. know what I mean? The buddy cop yeah, yeah, of having yeah, yeah. the wild, you know, the Chris Tucker to the Jackie Chan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, it, the, yeah. and, and given what this movie was about, like, mm. that would have worked so nice in, in that sort of that, way. That does bring me on to my problem with Robin. Um, now, weirdly enough, Batman and Robin gave us the New 52 version of Nightwing without the New 52. Um, so I think we, at one point he even wields batons. He does, yeah. yeah. Um, so we see the black costume with the red uh, sort of stripe coming into his chest. Um, and now, I, I like that. I like the suit. I don't like the fact he's got a cape. Fuck that off. Get rid of the cape and just have the suit. Because that is Nightwing. You've got uh, to they've remember, essentially though, given us Nightwing, but then still called him Robin. I understand for mainstream audiences. No, no, I it's think Batman and Robin. This but... is in a this is in a time where really the closest you can get to adapting a comic book is to take the characters. We're not in the nineties. We're not living in a world where they're going. Do you know what we should do? Hush here. Do you cool. know why we should do a long Halloween here? Yeah. Like they're not doing that. What they're doing is. Hey, we've got Batman. Hey, we've got Robin. Let's use Batman and Robin. Yeah. Like they're not exploring arcs. They're not exploring comic book history. So when when we can like when we were looking at X Men last time, we were able to go. They basically took this storyline and this storyline and put it together. There is no storyline in which any of this fucking happens. There's uh, some origin stories that come into play, obviously, the with origins, Mr. Freeze, yeah, but, the but no actual, actual and like, you, comic book issues. Going really. back to Batman, what does he detect in this movie? Fuck all. And that is what we're missing. Like, it took 10 years to get another a portrayal of Batman after this because it was such a joke. <laughs> that, that's what happened. Yeah. It killed Batman. Yeah. So our first, that's that one out the way. Our second thing that we're going to do is if you're going to tease and use Batgirl, you better fucking make sure that it's Barbara Gordon. Not Barbara Wilson. Who the bloody hell is that? Get rude. Get in the sea. Give me Barbara Gordon. Now, I'm going to keep Alicia Silverstone. So am I. But what I want is her to be suit. like her to be the daughter of Commissioner Gordon mm-hmm. and her to be doing her own little Oracle-esque side investigation yep. of putting two and two together to understand why there are plant materials that heist things when it's Mr. Freeze. Why, you know, those sorts of things like so that... Batman could pick up on the fact that someone else is detecting along with them. Like, and you can even have a, a somewhat like mentor role. Barbara Gordon, as we're going to go with in this film, is a young schoolgirl. Yeah. Now, you couldn't have her going to Bruce Wayne and be like, oh, uh, this is a school project. I've been working through it. Something's not quite right with it. Yeah. Can you help me? Showing her smarts. Exactly. And you can have a nice sort of mentor role where he recognizes that oh, she's actually got some detective capabilities here. Do you know what I would make this movie? Yeah. Uh, and when we get on later to Arnold Schwarzenegger, <clears throat> it will make it will make more sense. I think this should be National Treasure set in a Batman Oh, my world. God. Imagine if there was... Imagine if the heist were all building up because we yeah. keep the same backstory with yeah. Mr. Freeze. But, like, you basically had 
Chris O'Donnell's Robin going, what the fuck are we doing here? This makes no <laughs> sense. Because he just doesn't get it. Yeah. 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 And, then you, uh, and then you would have Batman trying to teach him, this is why we're doing this. This is why we're looking for this. Uh, you know, like Nicolas Cage does in uh, National Treasure, where he's explaining why they're doing each thing, why this clue means this clue. And then what's really good is the dynamic uh, in National Treasure of the female protagonist going, wait, you've missed that clue. That is Alicia Silverstone's role in this movie. Yeah. She should be, wait a second, Batman just missed something. Boom, that girl is smart. Like, yeah. that, But you can only have that if you build up the fact that, you know, again, and to get back to National Treasure, mate, Nicolas Cage is funny in that movie, yeah. but he's not like cracking jokes every five seconds. No, no, no. So, but this is when we need the T'Challa meme of get that girl a mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we are going to push the limits of damage control ever so slightly here. We are gonna we're going to delete one character. We're going to delete one character, and that character is Bane. Jesus Christ, Gimp Bane. Well, it's very accurate to um, animated DC, yeah, Bane. It's, and it's DCAU. I get that, but well, I did, it wasn't needed. It, it as was... you know, as we said off air, like you cannot imagine a Bruce Wayne's uh, uh, George Clooney's Bruce Wayne having his back broken, having the will to get back to it. Yeah, but you no can't imagine this Bane breaking his back. No, um, I, I I don't even recall many sentences that Bane says in this film at all. It's just all. Mask on, mate. He had a mask on in the animated series. Still managed to talk fine. What are you saying, Gaiman? Are you saying he's a terrible Bane? Yeah, nobody cared who I was until I put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I there's no character to him. He just doesn't. He, he's the muscle, and that's fine, I guess, in this hyperrealistic world. But in this but world, it's Bane. He's meant to be like a genius tactician. But in this world that we're creating right here, based on the the proposal I'm about to make to you all. <laughs> We don't need the muscle because no. my idea will be to keep the same motivation for Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. And all the way through this movie, you think he's doing it to try and save his wife. Uh, and and because it's something to do with cryogenics, like we're, we're led to believe that that's the case. Like we see her in a frozen container and stuff like that. Yeah. All of that stuff that continues. So we feel for the character. We're almost like, oh my God, like, you know, he is just trying to save his wife here, yeah. but why is he stealing these things? Yeah, it make, I'd like it to not make sense why he's doing a bank robbery. I'd like it to not make sense why he's stealing a diamond, that sort of thing. Yeah. And what it, the twist is, is essentially the he, Poison Ivy is using him. Poison Ivy has convinced him that she can use her knowledge of plants and herbs to save his wife. Who is currently suffering from McGregor syndrome. Yeah. Uh, but really, she's using Mr. Freeze to get rich. Yeah. And that... And that funnels into her own uh, and conservation then there could be a con uh, Then there could be... Do you know what? If we're going to go this way, then there is a confrontation between Barbara Gordon and Poison Ivy in which we see the workings of that Gotham City Sirens-esque relationship oh, start yeah. to come to, to fruition uh -huh. because we're getting that together. And this isn't even Batgirl Barbara Gordon, let's point no. out. This is, this is just normal Barbara Gordon. And imagine Gordon. if there was an undertone there of Uma Thurman, who is an exceptionally powerful woman, going, men try and destroy us, men try... Because you can even keep in the parts where um, Barbara Wilson, in the original film, is 
on a motorbike and she mm. steals that motorbike yeah. from Chris Donald's um, Dick Grayson. And it works. And you could have that point of that's her way of fighting against uh, Poison Ivy as she jumps off the imagine bike Imagine if starts Poison fighting. Ivy's motivation is the fact that she wants to get rich but she's going to use men for a change because men have been using women for Ever. decades <laughs> and forever. <laughs> that, all of a sudden, having Barbara Gordon see how powerful yet wrong she is is what inspires her yeah because she's like i see what you're trying to do i can do that better and with a better cause with a bit of justice and it's at that point using like some kind of clever thing where she's able to play the 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 recording that we're going to give her back to uh uh, mr freeze which then makes him take out uma thurman yeah and then there's a final battle that and then making it so that he's taken away and Again, a major thing that Batman would do is he would take uh, Mr. Freezer's wife back to the Batcave and try and yeah. figure something out. Yeah, whereas in here it's just like, oh, that's sad. Imagine if that's that was Bruce the case, Wayne. if at the end he was like, I will try and do everything I can for her. Or, that or is a great in, moment. Do you know what? I'm going to take this one further. I think that Bruce Wayne, being the billionaire philanthropist that he is, mm. as well as a bit of a playboy... And a we'll genius. put money into the McGregor's. I think he would come out with some sort of statement as you know the head of Wayne Enterprises, like, look, this is a terrible disease. We're gonna look we're what gonna, it's driven someone to. We're gonna dedicate this much money. We've we've created our own division dedicated to to curing diseases. Uh, we're gonna use you know you if you, you could even like wind in if we're going the female empowerment route, you could do the whole STEM thing. It's mm-hmm. so, like women in science. He's gonna like, oh, we're gonna do, have this whole female division working mm-hmm. on science and blah blah. blah. And having that fixed, because that is something Bruce Wayne would do. He always yeah. fixes his mistakes. And that's that's the thing. He doesn't want to see, no matter how much he hates him, he never wants to see someone go down the same trauma as he did. Exactly. And that will be a really nice moment at the end of this movie where Doctor Freeze is being taken away and Bruce Wayne, just, well, Batman just stops him and goes, you know, um, almost like that scene in... Uh, um, uh, when Bucky is taken to Wakanda in Civil yeah. War. Yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. sort of vibe of enemies coming frenemies. together. Frenemies yeah. helping each other out. However, now that you've said Batman doesn't want to see the same thing happen to somebody else, it brings me on to Suicide Squad, in which he attacks Deadshot in an alleyway in front of his child. Yo, stop, stop. We're going to do a Suicide <laughs> Squad episode of this. I'm you just better saying believe it. It, it was there. It had to be said. <laughs> so... That's what, uh, you know, uh, in in summation, the main focus of Batman versus, uh, Va- Batman versus Batman Robin. Versus Robert. Now, that is actually a really good animated <laughs> film, honestly. Seriously, th- their animated side of things is doing great. <laughs> Batman and Robin focus on Mr. Freeze and the fact, make him a villain which we in, would we, that we want to succeed. In the same way that uh, Infinity War followed Thanos, mm. Have Batman and Robin follow Mr. I want, Freeze? I want Arnold Schwarzenegger to play this like uh, Hans Gruber. Yes. I want this to be Die Hard in Joel schumacher Because every time he makes one of those zingers, it's cringy. Yeah. I want to be like, oh, that was good, yeah. Mr. Freeze. Like, I don't want ice puns. No. Unless it's like so zingery and so... Uh, Beyond dad joke into like, oh Jesus Christ, yes, like yeah, that yeah, was yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, eh? was the, eh? cool. cool. Get eh? it? Eh? Yeah. eh? Stay freeze. What? That doesn't eh? even make Stop. sense, mate. Freeze itself just works. I'm gonna put you on ice. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. 
the ice cream man cometh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Have you ever had a snow job? No, he didn't oh. say that one. He never said that one. He never oh, said that one. God. Oh, Coney, 2012. Oh, um, my God. Uh, but I think now... Would Correct you say me if I'm wrong, but I think we fixed it. Have, I think we've actually made a movie I want to see. So do I. I mean, a Mr. Freeze, Hans Gruber. Yes. I kind of want that. Like, and a detective, a Barbara Gordon, helping a Bruce Wayne. So are we saying we actually want a Batgirl movie with Mr. Freeze in it? Yeah. A Batgirl movie with Mr. Freeze <laughs> in it with undertones of patriarchy. Yes. Wow. That is a movie that needs to get greenlit today. I think I've just written Gotham City Sirens. Somebody, using... somebody give Margot Robbie a call. <laughs> Fuck. Margot, we need you. We've come up with the idea for Gotham it. City we've Sirens. It. But Fuck. we've used <laughs> a <laughs> terrible <Robin>. movie. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. If you enjoyed this episode and if you have any other ideas about Batman and Robin, you can tweet us at Heroes Direct. You can tweet me at Eamon Jacobs. You can tweet me at SwearboxDJ. You can also get in touch by emailing at writers at heroes.direct. And if you want to download the Anchor app, it is completely free. Don't worry. We're not trying to make you buy anything. You can actually call into the show and we can play your uh, your voice back to us and we can have you on air and we can answer your questions. We'd love to hear from you. We want your feedback. This has been Damage Control. 